How are we doing, people? Welcome back to the Overflow. I'm joined by my co-hosts Elijah and Ethan. Here. And we are recording our. This is the sixth episode. If you are listening to this, this is the sixth episode. The last episode we said it was the sixth episode. We're idiots. We're don't listen to us. I, I promise. We probably filmed. We've probably filmed about twelve episodes Low by key, now. Yeah, there's been some movie. hiccup. Yeah, there's been some hiccups. Blah blah blah. This is the sixth episode. <laughs> Shout out to Bethany. She'd been grinding out here, getting all the editing done. Let's go, Beth. Shout out. Um, But we are watching Monday Night Football. We are watching the Buffalo Bills play the Detroit – not Detroit. Denver Broncos. (laughs) Detroit. Massive. (laughs) Massive. Yeah, seriously. Massive AFC matchup. Uh, It's also a massive matchup for our fantasy football league because Ethan and I – are playing for first place in this game. He has Stefan Diggs. I have Josh Allen. I'm up by 10 points currently, but whoever ends tonight with the winning score gets first place in the fantasy football it's league. It's not looking too good for me, man. It's yeah, really Ethan, not. would would you like to make a statement? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I can make a statement. I can make a statement on this. So basically what I want to say is the the boys didn't show up ready to go this week. And, they weren't there. you know, that's what you're going to expect out of a team with guys that have just faced adversity their whole lives. They're not going to be consistent, like, through and through every single week. But you know what? Sometimes they're going to revert back to, to how they used to be, and that's okay. That's okay sometimes, as long as we peak at the right time. You got no. some and dogs now is not our time. You got some dogs on the team. No, Wait till no. like postseason. Now, Ethan, I want to ask you, how does it feel that I'm – I'm about to whoop you with three of your former players on my starting roster. Oh, what do you mean? You dropped them? You picked them up? Oh, Brad picked up DK Metcalf. Who else? You dropped Justin DK? Tucker and uh-huh. Ramondre Stevenson. They didn't even do all that good, though. That's the thing. You dropped They only got like... You dropped Tucker. Yeah, that, but this is what I'm saying, man. It's like they don't have that dog in them. So, like, I, I can't keep them on the squad. <laughs> hey, listen, right? though. You know all who, those guys... You know who doesn't they were under poor dog, management. They were under poor management. Listen, you know who's under poor management? Who? I'm sorry to say it, but our boy Cole. <laughs> he's struggling. <laughs> he's struggling. Yeah. You know what he told me? Oh, he ain't even dude. he's not even practicing for this marathon he's about to have to run. He's gonna do it. Cole, Cole and he knows it. He's accepted defeat. He he might put our, our, our friend <laughs> our friend Cole is one and eight, and so you know, the loser has to run a half marathon. Yeah. And uh I think sorry, I think the I odds you, yeah, I'm sorry, Cole, but like the odds that you lose this are like pretty damn high. Sorry. Yeah. Unless Dude, you... he's got a historically bad team. Yeah. This is a six-man league, and I don't know how he gets his team so bad. he got some players. They're just not. They're just not dogging, you know. I don't um, think he does. Yeah. Off the topic of fantasy football, um, guys, I want to talk. I want to talk Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this, this will be out right around Thanksgiving. So we want to wish you and your families. Yeah, we want to wish you and your families a happy Thanksgiving. Um, And I want to talk to you guys. Give me your like ideal plate at Thanksgiving. What's on that plate? What's it looking like? What What's your favorite? Everything is good. Good question. Everything. Go ahead, Elijah. You take take the head on this. (laughs) You guys, I I know. We're we're all the same. Like we grab a little bit yeah. of everything. That plate is a conglomerate. But give me like the staples that you have to have on your plate specifically. All right. So I'm always starting off with the dark meat. Dark meat turkey, mm-hmm. bro. Oh, 
day. And if there's a turkey leg, that's mine. I don't care who's at the table. Somehow I end up with it. That one's mine. That one's going right dead center in the middle. <laughs> you Next are time. ugly eating that chicken leg. <laughs> oh, bro, that wait, bro. leg. I put that right in the middle so the juices can go all over the plate. Next, I smash on some um, some uh, some of that baked mac and cheese. You know, with the like the brown oh, cheese. Yeah. Like, it's cooked right, dude. Yeah. And it's yeah. pull, it's, the cheese pulls crazy. Next, you got the mashed potatoes on the side. I like mashed potatoes. I put gravy on that. Put it on the turkey. A little bit on the mac and cheese halfway. I know that's weird. Just bear with it. Uh, Next, yeah, now this. That. Listen, bro. I'm just. I'm saying. Next, though, the staple <laughs> is stuffing, but with sausage in it. Y'all do that? Y'all put sausage in the, in the stuffing? No, but it sounds money. Dog. Put some. Uh, put some of that Italian sausage, some spicy sausage in there. Game changer. Game changer. You know what I liked? I didn't like it the years prior, but the cranberry. Or whatever that cranberry stuff is. Hey, put, that's put the it. one thing I was going to say to leave no, off. No, bro, put it on the turkey. Put it on the turkey, bro. It's so good. Maybe with some cottage cheese. Come on. I'm weird now. What? Whoa. Yeah. No, no, sorry. Whoa. No, no, no. Goat cheese, goat cheese, sorry. Goat cheese, goat cheese, goat cheese, goat cheese. Not cottage. Okay. Cottage is a little crazy. Goat cheese. A little bit of a, a wild card out of Thanksgiving dinner, the goat cheese. And then lastly, yeah. the best meal on my plate, green bean casserole. Yep. The, that that's yep. that's that takes about one third of my plate. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Brad, the sh- the short answer is I could lead a team to the finals as long as I had ham, mashed potatoes, there you go. and broccoli slash green bean casserole. Oh, that's the moral of the story. Mm. That t- that chemistry between those three, mm. they're 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 beating any lineup that you could stack against. You don't need the role there. players. You don't even need the role players. You could oh. plug and play wherever you need to. Um, but those three are gonna are gonna get the job done. Now, I I will say it might be a hot take that I am a ham guy, preferred to turkey. Okay. Yep. I like ham better than the Agreed. turkey. Mm-hmm. So, let that let that be known. But um, I actually got a little bit of an interesting Thanksgiving situation going on this this year. Um, this is like the first Thanksgiving where like all of me and my siblings were like old enough and like we're kind of like separated enough from our extended family to be like, hey, you guys just like want to do us for Thanksgiving and we all live all over. So we're like, yeah. So like, we are like, what do we want to do for food? And my older brother, if you guys um, know him, maybe you do, maybe you don't. He's uh he's like a really good cook, like a really good cook. Like could, could do culinary arts probably if he really wanted to, but uh, he, he's like coming up with this menu and it's a little bit of a non-traditional menu for the Thanksgiving day. We're going to, we're going to do a brunch. Yeah. We're going to do a oh. brunch. That's going to include some charcuterie, different assorted meats and cheeses. Um, we're going to do some lox bagel sandwiches. If you, if you don't know what the lox is, the cream cheese, the capers, the, the salmon oh. on, on everything bagels. That's going to be a part of the, oh. a part of the Thanksgiving spread. And then we're also going to do shakshika. If you've ever heard of that, what the hell is shakshika? Mm-mm. It's some roasted tomatoes and uh, peppers, and they're kind of sitting on a puree, and you crack eggs throughout it, and um, you throw it in, the, in a cast iron skillet, and you throw it in the oven for, for a little bit, and it's all seasoned up and everything, and it comes out, and then you kind of dip some burrata in it. Oh, that sounds right up your alley, bro. You love a good Yeah. Dip. Give you, you a bread dip and bur- dip that. Oh, my God. You dip cheese in it? Uh, not, uh, not burrata, sorry. Bruschetta. Bruschetta. Oh, the bread. Yes. The bread. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like where we're going. And then the next day we're going to do an actual traditional Thanksgiving, but I'm curious to know how this is going to go to be, to be completely honest with you. That brunch sounds white collar as hell. 
Sounds right though, don't it? <laughs> it I <laughs> it's mean, a little, it's, it's a little East Coast. It's a little East Coast. I'm open. White, oh, white color. Yeah, no, white. no. I'm I'm open to a lot of things, and I would be open to that brunch. But I ain't gonna sit here and say that a plumber is gonna enjoy himself at that brunch because he's not. You would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, for for me, this might be a hot take, but mashed potatoes are a role player. Like they're like the not. In it? Put the chunks in it. No, I like the skin in it though. If the skin, skin is in there, I'm with yeah. that. Um, but mashed potatoes, I think, are super overrated. Like mashed potatoes and gravy with butter, whatever it is. It's you good. You the wrong mashed yeah, potatoes. Nah, man. Mine, it's bro. it's good, but you know damn well it is a role player. It like you ain't eating a whole plate of mashed potatoes, but you would eat a whole plate of turkey. You could like, put everything in mashed potatoes, though. Name that's it. why it's a mul- That's wait. Did I say it was a role player? Or did I say it was? A, you didn't. You didn't comment what, on that. I don't. I don't remember. But it's a role player because it supports everything. Yeah, yeah that's for, what I'm saying. for sure. But you, you, some people out here think that mashed potatoes are the number one thing at Thanksgiving, and I'm like, it's the fullback. Mash- it's, it's the glue. It's the glue. I, I, I have fullback. mashed potatoes like once a week, probably. So I don't really know why. Yeah. It, I mean, it, if it's why? a glue piece, he's he's. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of weird. What? Mashed potatoes once a week. Really? You think that's that weird? normal? Eating mashed potatoes know. once a week? I don't know. I mean, Doesn't I require do that. I, I feel like I've had mashed potatoes in a month. Doesn't require that it's much insane. work. But Bro, anyways, I guess you're right. I haven't cooked a meal in a, like ages. Yeah, I need. So for me, my plate has to have the dark meat and the white meat. The white meat might have a little gravy on there. Might not. It needs it, man. It's too dry, bro. Oh, for sure. Um. And then I like uh, I really like uh, what is that stuff called? Sweet potato casserole? Hell no! I'm sorry. No, you're tripping. Bro, I've never That's liked good. it. I can't. I can't get around. I can't like it. I can't, I just that came with maturing. I yeah, for sure. I never liked it as a kid, but now I like. That's the first thing I go to. That and then uh, the green bean casserole is elite. It doesn't sound good to me. Casserole doesn't sound like an appetizing thing. But like it, it is. Casserole, I don't know if that's the word solid. casserole makes like me the solid. word. Really, the word oh. casserole makes me think like, oh, no flavor, no seasoning. Green bean yeah. casserole, uh, yeah. corn casserole, bro, turkey Ooh. casserole. Ooh, I forgot about corn casserole. Come on now, corn, corn casserole is okay. That oh. has a spot on the plate. No, that, that, has that one right there. That that's my cap. That's my dessert right there. I like I, that's that and with baked beans. Oh you made that at the at the Friendsgiving a few a few years yeah, back. Yeah, huh? bro, it was so mm-hmm. good cornbread casserole. Dude, come on, that was a wild. Well, that's corn pudding. Corn pudding's a little different. It's a little more like. <laughs> oh, bread. is that not the same thing? No, corn corn cornbread casserole is more like bready, and I, I had that the other day. I never had corn pudding though. Were you there for mm. that? You weren't there for that Thanksgiving. Uh-uh. That was that Friendsgiving. Nah. Nah, bro, speaking home. of Thanksgiving, like building on what Ethan is, bro, I ain't got plans for Thanksgiving this year. I don't think I'm doing it. I got work the day before and the day after, so I can't travel. Everyone's gone. So it looks like get I'm you, just going to huh. – Get you a turkey and ball out. That's what That's I what did I'm last try, year. Yeah. That's what I'm going to try to do. Just I, I might just whip up something, try something. Yeah. Up, is Brennan know? going home? Yeah, he's going home. Everyone else is going home. I got invited to go to like um, the roommate's situation, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah, I uh, – Last year I balled out and made like a turkey. It was money. 
but whole ass turkey. I'm, I need a whole pan for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard. It's underestimated how hard it is to get turkey. Right. If it's I'm doing turkey right, I'm buying a smoker. Always. I'm putting it right on a smoker. <laughs> You're funny. Um, <laughs> off the topic of Thanksgiving. We hope you guys have a Thanksgiving. If you're Canadian and listening to this, uh, this episode is not for you. Not your for Thanksgiving, you. your Thanksgiving is a sham. So yeah. get out of here. Do they but, not um, celebrate Thanksgiving? They do, but it's like in October, and like they didn't dine with they the pilgrims. pilgrims. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't dine with the natives. Yeah. So like, who Makes do you sense. who do you think you are? So, um, <laughs> sorry, Canada. Off the topic of Thanksgiving, though. Um, do you guys want to do blessing and a curse? You got the you got the questions in the chamber. What are we feeling, guys? We could go yeah, anywhere. Blessing right and a now. curse, man. I've been I've been kind of loading up. Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. Wait. Hold on. I want to talk about my week, man. I feel like this is the first week where I had like notable things to talk about, and I would like to oh. share. Let's yeah. Let's hear those it. things. Um. So let me start off. So last Monday we filmed the pod. Tuesday, the so basically the start of our work week. After the pod, yeah. Um, I went to see a movie on Tuesday with Katie, and this movie was called. So, did you guys know like the movie, uh, the one that just came out? It was like about the um, the uh, friggin' kidnappers, and it was like a Christian movie, and like it was like very controversial. Oh, Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. Yes. So the same production company that made this movie, Angel Studios. Yeah, Angel Studios. They made this documentary called After Death. It was bizarre. What and was you need to see it. Elijah, I think you'd freak out at it. Brad, you'd probably think it was pretty dope too. It's basically Wait, about all these – Because you'd be like, bro, what the hell, bro? It's like, okay, so it's basically <laughs> – It's all these people that have had like what they call NDEs or near-death experiences. Ooh. And like it's about how all these people like saw and like – saw like heaven and god and then they like were brought back to life from like doctors and they then they like lived to tell the story about like what they Whoa. saw during that time mm. and they like cinematize everybody's experience like it's like you're watching a movie but it's like you're seeing what they're seeing kind of what it was, it was super it was super sick and we saw it in theaters it was dope How long so that it? was one thing uh, it was like an hour 45 money that's super long for movie what did you take um, away so, from it, though? Uh, I don't know. It was kind of just nice to hear people that, like, weren't Christians, like, having these experiences. And I guess it just, like, affirmed a lot of, like, like man, like, it kind of just makes you think, like, you know, God's really out there, like, doing crazy things like that. You know, like, people having these – not only are they, like, Jesus visions, but they're also, like, biblically a- accurate. Cool like where they're that. describing what heaven looked like and they're like, yeah, like the pearls on the gates, like the golden city. And it's like that, you know, that checks out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like it was that. just cool to hear. And like, I also took from it, like there was like these scientists that were like <laughs> actually doing a research study on them. So it just like backs it up. It was just really cool. Um, so that was what something I did. And then Wednesday I went to a concert for the very first time in a long time. Nice. So, Chris Renzema, and I then I say Renzema. I say Renzema. He he said Renzema at the concert. Okay, all right. He said his name. All right. I know. I said I said Renzema too, and then I was like, maybe it's Renzema. I don't know. He said it. So, and then yesterday I saw Maverick City. You saw Maverick City? Yeah, you have. Yeah. Um, what is that one song? Uh, um, uh, Multiplied. 
Um, Maverick City is like the big trendy like Christian worship band right now. Yeah, don't don't they sing Multiplied? Uh, was That's Need to Breathe. Is it Need to Breathe? I, I feel like all these Christian bands like be like doing all. Brad, I, I'm sure you've heard a song. Probably, by probably you sure you have. Uh, but yeah, we saw them yesterday, and that was really cool, really cool experience. I've never been to like a worship oh, concert, it but it was awesome. I Definitely like a, it was like a very moving experience. I would say. See, that's what that's concerts cool. need. That's what the the beauty of live music, right there, man. Yeah, and last thing I'll say, last thing I'll say before we get into whatever we're gonna get into, Brad. You know how the other week you were mentioning like, you love going into places where you're known, and like we, I think you were talking about a bar. Oh yeah, like the comfort of walking into, walking into an establishment where like you're friends with people that are working there. Yeah. So I've gotten to know the workers at Katie's, uh, the restaurant that she works at pretty well. And so like, we're all like on a first name basis and they're like always like dapping me up, giving me like a fist bump when I walk in whatever. And I just like, I sit at the bar and then he's like, he's like, you want a Miller man? And I was just like, man, you know, like, no me. Why not? Why not? <laughs> and then he, he was like, he was like, you get, he was like, you want to get some wings tonight? He was like, you want to get some wings tonight too? And I was like, man. <laughs> you know and he was like it's 70 cent wings today and they do they literally have the best wings i've ever had that's and i was crazy. like yeah why not bro and then um like yeah so it was kind of a slow night i was just like chilling having the wings and the beer and they usually like discount it too for me usually like every As single time should. which is just such a blessing yes, sir. and and they were like the best part was was this they were like like you good everything good and i was like man like is there any way we can get the Michigan game up on the TV? And he was like, oh, bro, for sure. I got you. Fox Sports 1. And I was like, he knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like ESPN, ESPN, ABC, and then like FS1 with the Michigan game on it right yeah. there. And I was just like, I'm chilling right now. He I'm chilling right now. <laughs> yeah. But it just felt so good being like, dude, like they just, they care about me here, man. Like, they know me. I, I don't know. You're describing like what I get at the bar that I go to. Shout out Alley sixty four, where it's literally it's just like that. Where I sit down and she's like Miller on draft, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And then bro, I, I need, a, like, I need, need a hometown a... bar, bro. Arizona ain't got you, it you, like that, man. You gonna yeah? You ain't gonna find it out there. You ain't gonna find oh, it yeah. out there. But um, she uh she'll be like, you need a food menu. And I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, you need anything else? And I'm like. Yeah, could I get uh, Toledo versus Miami of Ohio on uh, this TV, please? <laughs> She's like, yeah, for sure. The games. You're like, let me get the quad box. <laughs> no, the, literally, the they, they hook it up. She's like, what do you what do you want on the TV? I'm like, oh, let me get you know this ping pong match in China right now. She's oh, jeez, like, I hope not. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's definitely that feeling is just like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just comforting. I suppose it is comforting. It's just, it's like walking into your home after a long day, you know, taking off your socks, yeah. you know, you're like, yeah. I'm in my home now, you know, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm protected. All right. So do you guys want to get, Elijah, do you want to talk about your week at all? Or, do, or should we get into the blessing and the curse? My blessing and the curse has to do with my, my week low key. So go ahead, I, man. Start yeah, us I'll off. start it off with, but first off, man, I'm gonna start it on a high note. Okay. My dude, so my blessing is is the word gratitude, right? So there's a lot that un- unpack here, and it's just like uh, like over the course of my day. So as I, you know, whenever you wake up, the first thing I do is I brush my teeth, I get dressed, and then I pack my bag, whatever I need, computer, um, notebook, pens, you know, extra clothes for working out afterwards, right? So I get all that done, right? And then I go to my Keurig, and I 
you know, I watch it pour me coffee right there. So this, so then the first five minutes after my coffee is poured is my blessing. Cause that right there, I sit, I lean back on the counter, right? Hand, my left hand is on the counter and I'm just leaning back and I'm sipping my coffee. I look at myself in the um, reflection of the microwave and I'm like, you know what? I thank God for like my life right now and like where I'm at and my health and who I am, my job that I have. I'm just so thankful. And I realized that like I started doing this thing. I just started like thanking stuff in the morning and it creates an awesome day. Like I'm just like so thankful throughout the day. Like yeah. nothing can stop it. Like I got like a shit ton of work to do during the day, but I'm like, oh, no, I'm thankful. I got work. I got, I'm getting paid right now. I'm doing good. It, so I just switched my mind over. Now, though I had some really awesome days, my curse, on the other hand, it's kind of a tough take. Working from home. I spent all day mm. today working from home. I spent nine hours working from home on my laptop right where I'm sitting right now. It sucked, right? I, mean, I was doing my work, but I'm like, dude, I need some social interaction, some human engagement. So I was just making call after call just so I could talk to people. And half the time I didn't have work to do. And I was like, you know, usually I'd be in the office and I can like fill it in the gaps with like talking like, you know, business or with the company. But man, working from home, it's got to take some getting used to. I don't necessarily know if I like it yet. How, wait, how often do you have to do that? I can work home every single day if I want. What are you, what kind of things are you doing? Um, making, so today I was just making calls to case managers and kind of just um, trying not to violate HIPAA here, but just, yeah, making calls. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Good uh, man. Yeah, and uh, just I'm I'm a family support coordinator, so I am in charge of all the quality of care for my caseload of kids, and I you know schedule, so all of our kids need like assessments done, so I have to go to these clients' houses and like assess them for our program or discharge them from our program. It's just I am the middleman between our program and the families, basically. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I still don't know the full scope of the job. It's still, it, it I made. I made 60 calls today. 60? Yeah. I guess that's why you got a company phone though, huh? Yeah. But dude, get this. Did I tell you they gave me an iPhone 7? I'm, I'm grateful for the phone, but it's an iPhone 7. This thing is tiny. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm used it to these calls. Max. That's it. It yeah. only makes calls. That's it. <laughs> no, it's it. It's got they five should have gave you a flip phone. phone. That's what I'm saying, bro. A flip phone would have been cooler though, because you like yeah, with that you with yeah. that open in a meeting, that's my yeah, instant right. respect. That's kind of tough, ain't it? You're going to get one of those Bluetooth headsets, bro, that all those old heads wear, <laughs> where they're like hella long. Yeah, bro. Yes. Oh, my God. They will yeah. wear those anywhere, too, bro. You'd be everywhere. in a library and like the old yeah. dude's just like, yeah. Yep. Hit me. All right, yep. Yeah, he, like, he ain't all right, talking dude, it's, to not no 2000, one, it's not 2006, man. No, with the Bluetooth or no, with the Blackberries, man. Oh, my God. My dad was. Yeah, the Blackberries. <laughs> but yeah, man, working from home, it's a, it's a tough. It's a tough one. No, I sh like, a lot of people are going to be like, dude, are you for real? You get to work from home. I have to go to work. Like, I get it. But me, I need social interaction. I need to be in place of business. So. I think the balance of going in sometimes and working from home sometimes, I think that is what I need. Yes. See, I think I, I, I need that like a little bit of 50-50. But, but when I go in, though, there ain't no one in there. It's just like all the big dogs like in their offices, and like I'm in a little cubicle by myself. I'm like, what am I doing here? So mm. I think, oh. yeah. So I need to start like finding some places that are quiet, some quiet coffee shops, maybe some private like conference rooms or something so I can do my work outside of home. Mm. Yeah. But I'm grateful. Remember, we got to be grateful. So try that yeah. out. Try being grateful in the morning, and it really it impacts your day like crazy. Hundred yeah. percent. Drink your coffee too alone. My uh, my blessing is on the topic of gratefulness, so I'll just 
jump right in here. Um, something that I'm like blessed with, and maybe we don't even realize we're blessed with, is like, I mean, my my blessing is you guys, like seriously, and uh, like the uh-huh. bless the blessing that it is to have like good friends, you know. Like that's that's, cute, that's, so that's cool something story. that's something we take for granted and it's like people there's people out there there's people that listen to this podcast that like don't have a good set of like friends they've known for a long time that are in their corner got their back no matter what and uh so that's that's my blessing just because like um just like you know some people can't make friends as easily or they went to different schools they switched schools whatever like so they just don't have like that support system of like really good friends in their life. And I kind of noticed that the other day because I was talking to Sarah Rosenthal, the girl that runs uh, the whole young adult ministry at the church. And she was like, yeah, you got like a lot of ride or dies in your life. And she was like, and that's really cool. Like I have a couple, but it seems like you got, you know, a decent amount of them. And I like was like thinking about it. I was like, I probably got like five or six, you know. Which I guess is a lot, but uh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. We don't even realize we have, you know. Dude, definitely. And that's building on that. I think that's what allows me to be so comfortable being alone, like independent. Like a lot of these days, I'm spending like two, three days like consecutively by myself. And I'm like, this is nice. But I think I have, I appreciate that because I have such good friends. And which, I don't know, do you think it's the luck of the draw to get all these like awesome ride or dies? No, I think people realize you're a ride or die. And then they ride or die for you. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a there's a big saying out there that uh, the you what is it again? The universe gives you what you put in, or something like that, or you uh, put out yeah. what you put in. You reap what you and sell. if you put out if you put out into the universe, like you're a person that is a, people are able to trust, and like you're an outgoing, friendly person, and like willing. I think I think this is another big thing. I think people need somebody that's willing to like take the first step and like initiate conversation. And like, I think all of us establish ourselves as some people that like, aren't really like nervous. Yeah. And like in those scenarios, you know, Mm. like we can all like pull up to like a social gathering and be like, Oh, like, Hey, what's up? My name's Ethan. Nice to meet you. What's up? My name's Ethan. Nice to meet you. Oh, I see you got that like Michigan state shirt on. Like you Spartan fan, whatever, you know, like whatever the case is, like, I think we can easily like, strike up a conversation but brad going on with what you said like i do sometimes reflect on the fact that like the friends that i have in my life like it's insane kind of like how we have such a close-knit group still and we're like not by each other and like i like i even think about my friends from back home too the guys i do that 16 man league with mm-hmm. and it's like we are all like super tight still Which is and it's like no crew is like running like deep like that anymore and it's and it is it is it is rare to find yeah it really is so like i can i can resonate with that take brad Mm. that it is a blessing it it truly is and yeah i don't think it is luck of the draw i think we are just blessed i think we're blessed well with that being said so i was answering dq tonight sorry to interrupt your whole entire blessing brad but i was answering dq tonight and it was going on about this guy like how do we um help uh joseph who was um who has like really bad social anxiety in the classroom that's why he's dropping out of college and whatnot i was like wow i've never actually experienced that but i was it made me question like how often am i presented or like sitting next to someone that has like immense social anxiety that maybe i could help break the social anxiety like ice to say that you know so like maybe we could you know spark more conversations with random people 
could you like like how often do you guys actually like talk to random people it depends i will random <laughs> I, I mean that is true but like i feel like i'm more willing to talk to a random person sitting next to me if it's a guy oh yeah true. and that's just because like if i'd start try to like spark up a random conversation like with a girl it's automatically like oh this guy's hitting on me and it's like <laughs> uh, i'm i'm not but yeah if you, if you want the if you want the ego boost i have a boyfriend but, you then, know but, yeah. but don't go on about it as if like don't don't go into it with expectation because that expectation is going to ruin a lot of our yeah. chances go into it blank you I know agree. i'm not trying to get in your pants or anything i just want to spark a conversation you know be genuine mm. Ain't nothing yeah and if she pursues i'm not saying i as hers yeah, I'm not saying I don't, but I'm I'm saying like more often than not, I'll like it's I will talk to the guy that's sitting next to me in class more it's than so much like easier the, to talk to guys. the girl, and you know just mainly for that reason. But we were at a party. I was at side story. We were at a party this past Saturday for my friend's girlfriend's birthday, and it was prom themed. Oh, so you had sick. to show up like in a suit or a dress, and that was really fun. Actually, it was like cool to see everyone like dressed up like that. You know, I'm trying to do that. That's tight. That That's is tight. Tough. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But you know, it was uh, a lot of people there I didn't know, so I like met a lot of new people. Met um, like some people I hadn't seen in a while. So that was that was pretty cool. But um, moving on to my curse. My curse is like kind of, I guess it's bad drivers in general. Oh, but like. I you've mean, had I, some, I kind of, you've had some curses with driving. <laughs> yeah, man. But I want to like that. Like my curse specifically is the people that think you messed up when you're driving, Ooh. and really it was them, and they like lay on their horn or whatever, or like they're like you could tell they're pissed off. Yeah. And it's just like, so I'm like I'm at a light, right? I'm in the left hand turn lane, and so like I'm waiting for the the like you know green arrow to go. And uh, there's a car in front of me. I'm the second car in line. So I'm, like, waiting. And um, I, like, you know, the green arrow goes. The guy in front of me goes. And then the guy that's first in the straight lane, like, cuts in front of me. And I, like, almost hit him. And then he starts honking. What? And I was, like, <laughs> I was like sitting there. I was, like, is this guy serious? Like, <laughs> What is I he was, doing? Like, like he like looks back in his like window in his car and looks at me as if I'm like the stupidest person on earth. And I was just like, oh. "You gotta fight him, bro." Yeah, I was up. like, I was like, I was like, get out the right. car, bro. <laughs> I was like, "What is your problem?" But I probably had that happen to me, not that type, but like things where it was other people's fault and they're like laying on the horn at me, and I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, "What do you do in that scenario? Like you honk back? Like I don't know." Like what's almost the, just shocking. Yeah, what's like, the protocol? Like, what is the do I like? I'm not the type of guy to like flip them the bird or like whatever. Put a thumbs like, up, bro. Be like, good, good job. I, yeah, that's what I do. Is I'll like give them the thumbs up. I'll be like, nice job, you know. Nice, but, bro. Way <laughs> to go, man. I feel like it would hurt way more to like to see somebody like disappointed. Yeah, know? right. Just like, yeah. like to look in the review mirror and they're like. Like, yeah, oh, man, we really you got you. I, I do the thumbs down. I, I don't do a finger when I pass somebody that's like driving bad. I look at them and I go like this. No, don't even look mm. at them. Just just thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs, thumbs down. down. I would like never. That. I would never flip someone off. I'm just not that type of person. No, I'm can't. also not. Yeah, that's also a special like, kind of person. I've done yeah, it I'm once also, and I felt really bad. I was like, 
Yeah, I'm like not trying to get. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to get shot either. So it's like you know. What was the um, situation where you flipped somebody off, E? Bro, so I was on my way to uh, Chattanooga when I used to go to school out in Tennessee, and it's a two and a half hour drive, bro. And it's at the middle of the night, and this guy's riding my ass, man. I'm in my Cadillac. I'm like, dude, I'm in the right hand lane. Just get over. So then he's just on my ass, and so I look back and I flick him off like this. And he's like, I'm, I don't got any tickets. So he gets in front of me and brake checks the hell out of me. I got a median to my right, dude, and another car to my left. So I'm like, brakes are shit in this thing. It sounds like a duck squawking, bro. It's bad. Mm. <laughs> it's bad. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, man, what was I doing, man? I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. And road rage is so crazy. Have you guys? Did you guys Whoa, ever watch that Netflix bad. show, Beef? No beef. Uh, yeah, I watched like, like the first episode. It's yeah. like a whole story based off of like a road, road rage, rage incident. Yeah. It's yeah. a really good show. It's it's a phenomenal show. Solid. Road rage will turn you into a different type of person. Yeah. Bro, it it like, brings the demon out. It really does. Yeah. It brings out the demons. It, weirdly, <laughs> so I, had to, I constantly check myself. Like, no, I'm good. I'm still alive. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ethan. What what you got for your blessing this week? So I. I could not think of a curse, so I have two blessings. Is that okay? Are we going to allow this? Oh, I like that. I like it. I'm with it. I love some I positivity. So the first blessing that I'm going to that I'm gonna speak on is – so both of these are somewhat drink-related. First one is Alcoholic. I am buying – no, no, no. I mean like just like beverages. I'm talking oh, beverages. When you're at – I'm like forming into this new era of going to concerts, and I love it. Not being in general admission standing room, not being up there, but like hanging in the back a little bit. Get yourself like a, a drink, like maybe a beer. I know I just said like not alcoholic, but <laughs> like get yourself a beer, but like enjoy the concert and the comfort of your own space. Yeah. Like that that was my blessing, man. That's what it was like at the Maverick City and the Chris Renzema concert. And I was just vibing and I was like – like this is so much – like obviously I feel like a part of your life, you're a part of the crowd that's like get there three hours early, be five rows back from the front and like be you know chest to back with like every other person that's around you. And like sure, that can be fun. Like but like I don't know. I just feel like I'm getting to the point in my life where like I don't need to do that. I, I can show up I can show up a little bit of time after the opener starts, you know. Yeah. I can, I can openers, enjoy – You need the openers. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. But that that was that was something that was a blessing where I was like, let me, oh, like this is actually nice. Let me speak on this because I recently went to a concert. I went to Band Camino concert like last month, which yeah. was money, by the way. But um I like I was the person that I like I'm trying to be in the first ten rows. Like that's just <laughs> yep. me. That's Especially me but that's a different that's a different type of concert. Like Chris yeah, Renz- concert. Chris Chris Ren- Renzema, whatever it is, I'm cool with like you know listening in the back like chilling that's completely different but like for the band camino which is like a party like i'm trying to be somewhat close but uh i i'm i'm with you for the most part but i i kind of have like a boomer take on what do you how do you guys feel about festivals i love them i want to go to more i'm a no-go on festivals pretty much Oh, really really yeah I mean, I don't I mean mind it, it has the bad rep, you know, like people are just, I mean, there's a lot of people doing drugs and a lot of people are just getting too drunk to, you know, even have, even remember what they're watching. But I, mm-hmm. I like it, man. You get to meet so many cool people. You get like a two, three beer buzz and you, you just go and just communicate, you just talk to people, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm that golden retriever type, man. I'm gonna go find the nearest person to talk to. 
one of my like outskirt friends went to uh that's messed up to say <laughs> what's what is an outskirt friend like i don't i don't see him very often but when i do we're cool and like we hang out but like i don't text him every single week to be like yo what you up to how you been kind of thing you know right um but if i see him like we're chill he went to Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza this year, which is like a big thing in high school for my it's high school because we right live there. we live in the Chicago area. Um, and I told him straight up, I was like, "Bro, that's I don't know if I want to be going to that like at this age." And he was like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because one, it's a bunch of like there's a lot of high school kids there along with people our age, and then two, it's in August." And it's outside, and it's ninety-five degrees yeah, all day long. Heat stroke. all day long. You None. get there at eleven, you leave at eleven. It's I don't need to be doing that at this age. Like I'm cool with one concert. And we're you good. crack your cold beer open in five seconds. It's hot. You don't want it no more. And that beer costs you twenty-one fifty too. Literally too. It ain't even one of them tall boys either. Uh, Brad, I did. I did go to Lollapalooza three years ago. I did. I will. I will comment. You had on an this. awesome time too. It was, it was fun. A, it was a phenomenal school. time. Yeah. Was I, I remember fun. we, me and my boy Matthew Muller, we we scalped tickets for the day after, and we and we stayed and we saw Post Malone. So See, that's got to be specific. Like, Cole, shout out Cole Miller or Cole Muller. He he left early, um, but he was also there as well. <laughs> shout out the boy. Shout out the boy, man. R.I.P. is fantasy. Yeah. So that was my first blessing. My first blessing was the uh, the concert going and kind of sitting in the back a little bit. Just enjoying yourself. Now, this blessing, I think you guys are going to very much so agree with. We'll see. The church, the church coffee. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. it does. It hits a little bit different. Yeah, you know too, right? I'm not. I'm not going to say that coffee changes my experience. I'm not going to say that I hear or feel God more when I have coffee in me. But I will say that. I'm a different man by the end of it if I do have the coffee. And the Holy Spirit working and, through me yes, with the sir. coffee. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> He's yeah. there. And, uh, Caffeine. Listen, I will also say this. I So when I first moved here to Omaha a few months back, I, I wanted to find a church. And I made it like I made it like a thing. Every Sunday, go explore a new church. It was really fun. There was, there was like a few churches where I was like, everything is really good about this church besides the fact that they don't serve coffee prior to the service. And that might be terrible. That might be terrible to say, but like, I, sometimes I'm just like, I don't feel like it costs a lot of money to have coffee. And like, some of these church services were like super modern, like with it, like production value. And then there was just no coffee. And I'm and like, it don't taste the same when you bring it outside. Like, if you go to Starbucks, right? Yeah, I I know you're not going to like Catholic churches, but like the Catholic way is that you're not allowed to like eat or drink within like X period of time of the service or whatever. Maybe maybe that's like an original value. Yeah, but like maybe that's an original value that they're still kind of like holding on to or something. Where does it say that in the Bible? Man, you acting like I'm following this. <laughs> I'm just trying to play devil's advocate, apparently. Oh, yeah, no, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but anyways, like showing up to church, getting the coffee, and then finding a seat, and like just being a little bit early. Oh, you gotta be just, there early, you know. It's just a, you it's see just the a band get on kiss, stage. Man. It is nice. 
You're just sipping and on like, coffee. Can everybody, can everybody please stand and let's worship together this morning? You're like, hallelujah. Like, you put your coffee good. cup up <laughs> with your hand. You know, you're like, yes, sir. <laughs> no, that was always your play. You always worship with the coffee cup in the hand. I got to put the coffee cup down. No, bro. I'm I got to let it Because I don't know what else to do. With my, like, I know what to do with one you hand. You got to let it cool down. I'll beat my chest yeah. a little bit, but then I got to have one. Yeah, you always would stand there. I like, like, hey, bro. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because in between the songs, Elijah, I'm sipping. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. Dude, Elijah was so funny to worship with because Elijah like swears he's about to get on stage in a second. Like, he's like, hold on. Hold he's on. like, he's like feeling the beat and he's like, let me just get the mic real quick. Yeah, like, straight up, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not even looking yeah. around, bro. I got like my elbows out. I'm, I'm moss. Yeah, man, bro. swaying. Yeah, man. Swaying. yeah. <laughs> Hit tapping shoulders, man. Like, oh my, my fault, my fault. Yeah. God bless you. My fault, my fault. Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, yeah. So those are those are my two blessings, man. man so, I just want to go to church right now, man. With some coffee. Mm. Shoot. I'm telling you, man. I, I look forward to those Sunday mornings going to church and, yeah, and getting man. to hang out. And now here's here's my question: the church that you guys go to, do they take the coffee away before the service is over? No, not New City. They keep it rolling. Because no, I go to the early service, so not they keep city. it. Because there's the second service right after, so they yeah. keep it in between. Yeah, which is but like I don't know if they like if we go to the early service. Sometimes like we'll, because I I get my cup before and then I'm trying to get a cup after to like take home. Yeah, for sure. I, for sure. Sometimes it like sometimes it won't be there after service. I don't know if they're like refilling it or something. But it's I'm always like a little disappointed where I'm like, dang, you know, I was I was trying to get a little bit more of that. This is. You know, <laughs> You got the girl Coming pulling up seconds. the coffee. You're like, can I have some of that? She's like, mm, sorry, it's all gone. Uh, like, oh, we're, we're all done. Out. Yeah. <laughs> What's it doing? I'll so the, the church, the church that I go to, they not only do the coffee in the morning, but they also do donuts. Oh. So they get you right with a donut and the coffee oh, on your way man. to your seat. You, you carry in the donut on top of the coffee. What, Material things. That's bit. what matters to Ethan. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Material it things. doesn't. She goes to I'm, church I'm, no, coffee, it doesn't. Bro. You guys heard it first. I'm just saying it makes the experience a little nicer. Like I, I you know me, man. I'm a literal like garbage dump of food. Like if I That's can just true. like be munching on something. I'm surprised like, we eat Me and Katie will die laughing, bro, because sometimes she like will look at me and like I just got crumbs. All over my face. I'm just like, oh, what? <laughs> I, I'm like three quarters of the way done with this with this donut, and this, it's just like we're we're in the third row at church, this man. This man's like, eyes are closed ninety percent of the time. He's chewing on food, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's going at it. Ugly. He's, he's in a moment. I'll be honest too. I'll be honest too. I'm a mouth breather through and through. Oh like, my I gosh. I, I know. Listen, I can be. I can be you honest. Really, we're about born it. in a trailer park. I haven't noticed it until like this year and like this summer, but like I don't even know how many times I'll just be count like caught with my mouth open, just like. <sighs> Bro, I know. I know you hunched over at your desk, you know, typing. So stupid. <laughs> you got you got kids filming you without even you knowing it bro uh, you've been on some stories and i wake up you. i wake up every single morning with the driest mouth of I all time because i'm just like you got a gallon of water right there you need that you need that humidifier literally right uh, I'm, getting, I'm exposing myself bro you snore like an anteater for sure i know you do bro I don't. Th- I don't think I do. Oh, gee. He huffing for air, bro, like it's glue yeah. in the nineties. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's keep it pushing here. Oh, um, boink! It is currently nine to zero in this game. The Bills. Sutton scored that team. Are the Bill? Are the Bills dead? 
They might be. Are they uh, Ooh, like this? Is it you, Brad, that said, um, uh, "What's it, uh, Josh Allen is as good as the team he plays against"? No, I think I think Josh Allen is super good. Here's the thing: he's no, gonna no. he's gonna throw a pick no matter what, but he's getting you 300 yards and 30 points while he does it. I, and uh, what has he got you right now? He got you right. probably like one point. Literally. But um. That was a dot. Nope, he has negative point one eight. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was negative all what? Negative point one eight. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't wait to see someone get a zero on that on that board. I'll throw it to It's gonna be Cole. It's gonna be Cole. Um, yeah, yeah. Cole's gonna Cole's good for it though. But uh, for my question this week, I actually had it on the topic of like concerts. Weirdly, we've already talked about concerts like five times. Um, I was going to ask you guys, what is your favorite concert you've ever been to and who is a bucket list artist for you? I've been having some weird moments, bro, because I literally – so, Elijah, last podcast, you said like your favorite feeling of all time was like that snow thing. Yeah. And that was like literally the same exact thing. Brad, I swear to you, I thought of this question too on the way over. I was like, <laughs> I'm about to ask these guys what their favorite concert was. We're up, we're mm. in the zone. We're just one with each other. It's All great. Right. We're we're mind melding. We're mind melding. <laughs> this is you know we're in the lab. Yeah. Elijah, you go first. Shoot, I've had some awesome concerts, um, but dude, weirdly, like one of my favorite concerts that just happened recently, maybe because it's fresh in my mind, but it's between um, Black Six Lack. Let's just say for the viewers, I might say Six Lack or Jeremy Zucker. I think um, Black was amazing because one, his opener, dude. Like I said openers can make a concert it's like it, mm. it just sets the tone for it and the openers for both of them just got you in the mood i was grooving to black because in like the the visuals behind it, it was at the crescent ballroom shout out that venue have you guys been to that venue yet no isn't that in atlanta no no, no i saw kid Leroy. oh kid Leroy actually might be my favorite one because usher came oh, out bro yeah. when i went to when i went to atlanta usher atlanta, Usher came out, bro. He was there. He said, <laughs> "What yeah, is Usher yeah, doing at a Kid yeah. Leroy concert?" He's he was in Atlanta. They were making. They were like That's doing wild. something in the studio that week or something. He was like, "I got Usher right here, so we're gonna welcome him on stage." And everyone's like, "What?" I went crazy, bro. <laughs> I went stupid. But yeah, man. I I don't know. I I think I don't know. They all mend together because, like I said, like just live music in general can just get you in a zone that you can't feel in your car or in headphones or nothing. It's just the environment, but I'd have to say black right now. Black was awesome. The purple mm. lights, man. Mm. Oh, it was wild. And who's your, who's your like bucket list? Who, who do you really want to see that you haven't seen yet? Lincoln Park. I want to see Lincoln Park <laughs> so bad. I know it's a tough All time. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We really <laughs> hey, appreciate it. Listen, man, it, it's a childhood. Like, like they helped me through so much, man. That just like I, a song comes on, man. I'm already in. I'm in that childhood mode where I'm a kid again, jumping on the stage or jumping on the couch with my sister, mom, and uncle, bro. We went crazy to some Lincoln Park. We used to just mosh us for it. It was awesome. That's my crazy. uncle would throw me up. He's like, yeah. That's I'm pretty like, wild. Nickelback. That is pretty wild. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my my favorite concert. Brad was probably the John Bellion one. Yeah. At the at the I Huntington to... Beach at the Huntington Beach. That was gonna uh, be Huntington mine. Park Pavilion. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a summer night. Uh, me and uh, Luke Slecker, shout out Sleck, 
We uh, we came to Chicago and stayed with Bradley Daskowitz one night. We paid an outrageous amount for parking, and then we went to Five Guys, and then we went to the John Bellion concert. Oh, what a and great night! And just like just like the sunset, like behind, and it was a, oh, it was man. an outdoors concert. So like I it's, I I usually think those are going to be kind of questionable, but it was just like the sound quality was amazing, and um yeah, just like the the was it the the encore. Was Ooh. was good things fall apart, and that's like my favorite song, like one of my favorite songs of all time. That's awesome. Mm. And it was it was just euphoric. Oh, it has say. to be, so, man. Especially outside with the, the John Bellion concert. Yeah, John Bellion concert. A bucket list. I would say at the top of my list. So Chris Renzema was was pretty high, and like going there and just like having such a, like a good experience. I don't know who that is. Like though. really. Yeah, you, you just you you'll let me put you on their songs. Put me on. Let send me, me put some you songs. on. <laughs> Elijah, a lot of his songs remind me of uh, Rancho. Like when we used to drive to and fro Ooh, from church, yeah? we used to play him a lot in the car. I probably heard of some of his stuff then. I had you to have, have yeah. you have. Um, but Noah Kahan. Oh my I God! For- would be- yes, Noah Kahn. Kahn, not Kahan. Noah Ka- it's Noah Kahn. It's Noah. It's Noah Kahn. Kahn. It's Noah Kahn. Kahn, not Kahan. Is it? Yeah, it's Kahn. Karate chopping. Kahan. Like, how are we? Are, how sure are we about this? It's Kahan, I am ninety eight percent. Because I went to his concert. Like in um, the opener was like, "Are you guys ready for Noah Khan?" We were like, "Yeah." Are you ready for Noah Khan? Are they saying like Khan? No, like, Khan. A soft H or just Khan? K A H N. Like Genghis Khan. Khan, yeah. Like Khan. Khan. So it's not Noah Khan. Not Khan. No. It's, it's it's one syllable. Khan. I'm gonna have to reach That's out to my my sources on that one as well. All right. But I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, oh, that man. that is my number one. That is my number one. Name aside, uh, his dude. I don't know if you guys heard what he just came out with last Friday. That he did. He released Northern Attitude with Hozier in it. Oh, I didn't bro. like it and that it, much. Oh, I thought it was bro, amazing. It's beautiful. I thought it's it elegant. was the best. It's done well. My yeah. favorite though is. Did you just say Hozier? It's Hozier. <laughs> Hozier. Golly, man. They, don't, they don't pay. They don't pay me to get the names right, man. I just I, I say it how it yeah, looks, right man. Hozier. <laughs> Yo. I knew after I said it, I was like, I wonder. I wonder if they heard me say that, and I wonder if it's wrong. Bethany, help this man out. Michelle Jackson is the king of pop. Oh man. <laughs> There's probably a lot of famous people that I definitely get their names wrong. I'm not even gonna lie. A lot of people <laughs> just be like, oh okay, yeah, sure. Just let them look stupid. So it's Hozier? Hozier. 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 Okay. Hosier. I don't know. Hosier. I, I don't know Hosier. what made me think that. <laughs> I didn't time, say bro. Hosier. I said Hosier. Hosier. I don't know if that's better, bro. <laughs> it's okay. Oh man! All right. Anyways, Brad, what about you, man? You mean, yeah. Get me out of the spotlight. So I, you hit the nail on the head. My favorite, my favorite song. Jeez, my favorite concert I've been to is the John Bellion concert. Lawrence, the band, opened for him because they had just signed for his uh, his label. And like, if you know them, they make really good music. It's like a brother sister band duo with like you know other people in it. They're really good, and then. John Bellion is like one of my favorite artists, if not my favorite artists. I have like a ton of songs liked by him on Spotify, but I would say Quinn 92 is definitely up there for like concerts I want to go to. Tough take. I don't like oh, his music. Dude. You don't like his music? I don't like his sound, bro. His sound is like, it, it's like Taylor Swift. They all sound the same to me. That's <laughs> 
You're gonna get the Swifties on us now. We're about to get. Hey, bring them. Bring them. Same same guy that's talking about Lincoln Park. Hey, Seriously. Lincoln Park, bro. I get Lincoln Park crew will whoop up on any t, t- Swifty or whatever you want to call them. I swear. Um, Good thing it's not a physical battle. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Typical yeah. Lincoln Park activity. I did actually I would go say... to the movie theater to go watch Taylor Swift's concert, though. It was pretty fire. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what bro yeah they had um, a concert in theaters great cool. td there uh yeah quinn 92 is definitely up there and then weirdly like i don't know if you guys like them or not but acdc is like my favorite band of all time well, there you and go so you know i would like to see them before they die or like retire or yeah. whatever you know but uh ethan's holding in a laugh it looks like <laughs> nah bro <laughs> All right, well. nah, bro. It reminded me <laughs> <laughs> when you said before they die. It just reminded me of something my pastor said this last week at church, where it was low key really funny, and he was like talking about this is like so a tangent, by the way. It's funny, but he was talking about how like he was speaking to somebody that was like, like didn't have a lot lot of time left to live. Like he had like, hey, like you have a month left to live. So the, my pastor's like talking to him and this guy's never heard of Jesus. So he's like preaching to him and he's like, yeah, I know. Like some people might think that's weird that I just randomly brought it up, but like he's going to die soon. And that's the fact <laughs> of the matter. And that's everyone was crazy. just like, dang. And, but he was like, what? It's, it's true. It's the truth. He was going to die soon. So why not? And I was just like, I just thought it was funny. So that's why I just thought that. Yeah, I don't know. Funny. Sorry. Like, yeah. Yeah. No one. Liked I'm getting it. exposed on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, those are mine. But okay. you know, what uh, what do you guys got in the chamber for your question? All week? right, I want I want to go right here real quick. So kind of on the topic of you know memories, you know, kind of like last, kind of building on last week. Um, so think of your first car right now. Think of that first car mm-hmm. that you had. Now, what is your favorite memory in that first car? I would say it's my favorite, but I have a very distinct memory. Oh, yeah. So, like, a distinct memory in that first car. It could be, like, a really bad one, too. Right. So, my first car was this rusty old 2003 uh, Volkswagen Jetta that I had in high school. And this thing smelled like crayons on the inside. You know, it... Jeez, bro. It, uh, you know, it wasn't... Ethan's actually seen this car. It wasn't, like, the the cream. That car was pushing, bro. It was pushing. Yeah. It got it done, though. It got, got it, it done. done. Barely. Um, Barely. My, most dis- my most distinct memory of this is driving up to Northland with this car, right? And I don't know why I thought this was a good idea, but there was a huge snowstorm coming in, and Northland's about six and a half, seven hours north of where I live. Massive snowstorm coming in. Like, it's supposed to be two feet blizzard all night long. Ooh. Classes are st- – it's like Saturday, I think. Classes start on Monday or whatever. And I was, like, coming home from Christmas break, and I was, like, I'm going to stay up until, like, midnight and then drive to Northland, and then I'll be there, like, in the morning, you know? That's crazy. I don't know why I thought this was a good idea because – That's a terrible idea. A horrible idea. Like, once you get past, like, Eau Claire, which is a big city in Wisconsin, it's, like, forest roads the whole way, which is fine, like, during the day or when there's not snow on the ground. But, like, there was probably six to eight inches of snow, and I'm going about 30 miles per hour down this road with just dark forest on each side of me. 
and it's it is blizzarding like i can't see 30 (laughs) terrifying i can't see 30 feet in front of me like you know i could have got literally anything could have happened to me that night i know my dad was smooth too (laughs) yeah my dad my dad was like yo if you're driving in like thick snow like that don't stop because if you stop like your tires will just get stuck and they'll just spin and so it was like one of those things where it was like i couldn't get out to like go to the bathroom like even in the dark forest like i couldn't you know i couldn't stop at the gas station like i couldn't do this i couldn't do that you know like change whatever like i literally just had to go like just grind it all the way up there and it took me 11 hours to do a six and a half hour drive oh i know that was tough (laughs) that was like one of those things where i look back on it and i'm like i should have died yeah like that's a straight up right there I should have got stuck and then froze to death in the woods of Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. You really should have. Did God was watching over you that night. Did you have he was. That uh, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. I wasn't that bum. Yeah. So my first car. So technically, I shared a car, an Oldsmobile Alera. It was probably like a 2001. I shared it with my older brother, but it wasn't really my car. It was just the first car I started driving. Um, but I'm going to go with my like first car that was like, I drove only yeah. and it was like a 1980 Ford Explo- or Ford expedition. Nice. Sorry. And so it was like a pickup truck <laughs> at the time. And it was like, it was the kind where you had, you could have like a, like a hood on like the, in the trunk part, a cap, or you can make a cap or you can make it a pickup truck. And it was also a truck where the front seat was a bench. So the front seat was a bench and not like just a passenger and like bench a driver's seat. Are fire. It yeah, was fire. Are. It was fire through and through. But um, I remember this car was – I thought it was so weird because when it got snowy, you could lock your tires. And I never knew what it meant, but I was just told, make sure you like flip the switch on these tires manually when it starts snowing. And so – one morning I'm driving to school and I'm like a little bit older for my grade. So I was driving one of my buddies to school and me and my buddy, me and this, this is a friend we do. We do bonehead stuff together. And so I pick him up. What's his name? Shout him out. Shout out Gianni. Shout out Gavin. Gianni. The kicker. Shout out Gianni. The kicker. Yeah. So I, I pick him up from his cul-de-sac and there's like snow and ice on the ground. And I had done this a few times where I would drift around the corner and make it look dope. But as soon as I wanted to do it in front of somebody else, you know, we come down this hill and I'm like, hey, bro, watch this. I've been doing this. I'm practicing. It. It's it's fire. I hit a little drift. And then when I tried to pull it back, <laughs> it kept going. And I, my whole entire car was in this dude's lawn. And it was like 630 in the morning. And I was like, bro. Get out of the car right now. We got we got to lock the tires and we got to get out because we shouldn't like we shouldn't be here. Uh-uh. So we're like out and I'm like flip this and so we like flip the switch on all these tires and my car like scoots out and it's a big old truck. Yeah. We scoot out and then I just on my merry way. But like as we're driving away, you just see this entire car's like prints <laughs> on this guy's lawn with like a like a like in the snow. And I just imagine this guy waking up in the morning and being like, what, what the hell <laughs> happened inside, outside of my house? Why is there tired? He thought it was a couple sophomores in high school. He's probably like, hey. just glad you didn't end up in his living room. Yeah, right? Yeah, no, I really thought for a second that's how it was going to play out. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, dude. I uh I also had you, a, e? I had a Ford Explorer 1995 was my first car, man. I started driving it without a permit, didn't have a license at the time, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, right. Uh so yeah, like you said some sophomores in high school, me and my buddy Will Goodson, shout out and Brody Bircham. Hopefully you guys will listen to this. Um so we would I was the I was the oldest in my friend group, so I was always driving around. This not this this Ford was a shitbox speedometer gone didn't work at all <laughs> <laughs> um the the tire tread was smoother than my ass i'm not gonna lie it was it was um it was bad <laughs> how smooth is it <laughs> smooth that thing man it, it, you you could roll a quarter off <laughs> vertically it was crazy um and then so we would always Gosh. like after school we would just we would just mob around dude so one one day I had two football helmets in the back and then a, a, for some reason a baseball helmet. We all put on helmets. And so at the time my speakers, well, the whole entire time the speakers were blown and it sounded like this, something like a little bit like this. Hold on. <laughs> this, that's what it's like. <laughs> I'll put on some music. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And um, so we would just bump down the road. It's just like a moment, like kind of like a plethora or like a, a, a long standing amount of moments that have that have been had down the road. We were just bumping with our heads. We had football helmets on, windows down. We'd pull up to school like that. Coaches would try to talk to us. We'd just be blaring it. We looked like some idiots, bro. Idiots. But that 1995 Ford Explorer, fuck that car. I'm truthfully, I'm sorry. Pardon my French, but dude, it was the worst car I've ever had in my life. It was horrible. <laughs> But no, great times in it though. It's about the memories though. It's about the memories. It really is, man. It mm-hmm. truly is. I loved it. I loved it. I think I think everybody in their life at some point needs a shitbox of a car. You need a shitbox mm-hmm. of a car, man. It's humbling. It's like working in a restaurant. Everyone yeah. should work in a restaurant. It's tough, but it's humbling. That same that same truck, by the way, it was a purple and purple and silver color scheme. Oh. I was driving that truck. The way that it was lost is I was driving this truck just on a normal day down the street, and it just stopped working. Oh, the tr- like it just cut out, and like the gas wasn't going, and then the car was just like, er, and then it just was like <laughs> rolled to a stop. And I was like, Boy, I was like, what? And then I remember we towed the car, got it back home, and they were just like, yep, that car's done. Yep. And I was like, well, it was nice while it lasted. Yeah. My <laughs> second car, I was on the interstate, and it did the same exact thing, but I left it on the interstate and never found it, never, like, did anything with it, never got it towed or anything. <laughs> took off the license, <laughs> took everything out of it, and left it on the side of the interstate. Put the title on the dash, drive away. There you That's go. All you gotta do. <laughs> That's all you got to do. That's all I did. Actually, I didn't have a title to that car, actually. It's fine. Someone scrapped that. So oh, it's, definitely. It's, it's straight. Yeah, you're fine. So my questions. Are we ready for my question? Yeah, let's go. Oh, we're ready. All right, we're gonna get we're gonna get a little biblical with this one. You know, we might as well. That's good, man. I was kind of afraid we weren't gonna get like any religious talk in this episode. No, 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 no. Yeah, my so my question is, what is your favorite Bible story? Like, what is a character or a story in the Bible that, like, no matter how many times you read it, you're like, I really find myself rooting for this person. I, like, love, like, the flow. I don't know. Just, like, a good story. Mm. I I always, I mean, I don't know if this is, like, bad of me to say. Well, the story of Elijah, truthfully. My mom used to read it to me all the time. Um, just, like, the this one, he was running from, um, couldn't tell you the people that he was running from, but they were after him. And uh, he was looking for God on, on his mountain. 
and like rather trying to like find God and everything. And it just goes, it basically states that he tried finding God in like the snowstorm, didn't hear him, didn't hear him in the rainstorm, didn't hear him in the rock fall, in the lightning, didn't hear him because it was too loud. He was trying, he was trying to focus on, um, you know, God whenever he was going, um, there was just too much around him. But then he finds God and he like hears God in the silence. Once everything calms down, he finds him in the silence. And that's oftentimes like it reminds me that like, no, like if I want to hear God, sometimes I really do have to be by myself and like actually focus and put some time, like some quiet time into it. That's why I always, go, I always tell people, go find your mountain. Go find your mountain because um, that's where you're going to find God, you know, like in, in, in the quiet. Oftentimes we get so caught up in life. You're like, why isn't God here? Like probably because your Bible's closed. Open it up and find some quiet time. Yeah, and you're just surrounded by constant noise. Constant noise. Like, go, go find some peace. Mm-hmm. Go like... Go sit in silence, and I think there's a lot of places in the Bible that like bring that up. Like, definitely be be in silence, be in peace. You know? Yeah, yeah. Moses went up to the mountain. Jesus went up to the mountain. A lot of cool stuff with the mountains. But yeah. What about Elijah? Uh, two. I mean, I would say. I don't know. I find myself rooting for Joshua, but that's not like a happy-go-lucky story. That's more of like. <laughs> I just like, I just like read, I talk about this all the time in the Bible study, because like a lot of the people in the Bible study would be like, I'm not that well versed on like, you know, the Old Testament, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not either. But I do know that if you read Joshua, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, whoa, this is wild. Like this is a wild dichotomy from like, there's a lot of blood in this. (laughs) Yeah, what you're reading in Matthew versus what you're reading in Joshua. So I would say like, I like Joshua, but I guess my favorite story is just like the story of the prodigal son and just like how he, Ooh. you know, goes off, wastes his father's money and then, you know, like does all these bad things. But then when he comes back to his father, he's all like dirty and disgusting and like he expects his father to basically like kill him or disown him, but he doesn't. He like kisses him or mm. whatever it says in the Braces story. Him with a warmth, yeah, with a kiss. Do, do you resonate mm. with that? Is that why it's your favorite? Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely resonate with that. Um, I think it's I think it's pretty pretty uh, close to my story. I mean, I think the parable of the lost sheep is like my favorite mm. like parable, but the prodigal son is just he's just retelling it essentially, and uh, so I, I definitely resonated resonate with it like my as my early life of being like not where I'm at now and then being at where I'm at now. Just like the feeling that I had in between was that like when I went back to the father, I wasn't going to get that warm embrace, you know? And, um, this kind of like goes back. I'm just thinking of this now, but like you ever hear about like how certain people like in the Muslim faith, like when they like do things like that, that like may bring like shame within their family, they're not welcomed with open arms. Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't that like wild to think about, like how our God is, and then like how their God is? Like, it's I know we were vastly we were like, yeah, like we were talking about this a couple episodes ago. But like, you know, like if a daughter goes off and like does something that like would, you know, quote unquote, embarrass the father in traditional like Muslim uh, family, not in this country, like the daughter gets beheaded, like straight up. Like yep. they don't play games. They're like you've like disrespected and brought embarrassment onto your family 
Like this have, is your. Have punishment. you actually read the Quran? Like, if there's some wild stuff in it that I'm like, oh my god, this is fast. Because after that podcast, I actually did a lot of research. I was like, maybe I am very wrong, and I was very wrong. We don't worship the same God whatsoever. What did you learn? Well, there's a few verses um, I wanted to depict. What was the difference? Like, like the God's love. I wanted to see how it was mirrored in the Bible and how it was mirrored in the Quran. Like how it was viewed, and in the in the Bible, I mean, it's it's God loved us while we were sinners. God loved us when we were wrongdoers, but in the Quran, it states God doesn't like, he doesn't, he doesn't loveth the wrongdoer. It's in Quran 2, 193. It's, it's wild to think that a God that made us wouldn't love us, you know, while like, you know, and I, I, I battled with it and it honestly strengthened my faith even more. And there was a lot of, I have some, like a long note actually in my, in my phone over the Quran versus the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, do your, do do some research, you know, like I don't know, strengthen your faith by even reading a different, you know, uh, religious book. It's actually really really cool. Mm-hmm. That's um, the beauty of the Old Testament. It gets it like shows us a different perspective. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is cool. But God still loves. What about you? What about you, Ethan? So I I kind of have like a an honorable mention, and then I have like my main story. I would say. An honorable mention, I think, to me is is Job, specifically Ooh. because like I I think the way that it is written is so different than everything else. It's almost as if it's like a screenplay of uh, of this story. You know, this there's so much dialogue going back and forth, and like I just thought that was really awesome about the book of Job. Is like it's all just one big, like one big conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it starts, here's the prologue, and then you just got boom, 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 friends, people, random people. Yeah. And it's like everyone's talking, everyone's talking. But just the way that that was written was was super cool. Um, but in terms of story, meaning, content, talk about somebody that just faced uh, – somebody that just had to advocate for themselves, uh, dealt with adversity their entire lives. Give me the story of Joseph. Joseph. And this guy – like throughout the entirety of the story, just which always, Joseph? all the the coat, which Joseph, the coat, yeah, the rainbow coat, yeah, the, the young coat. the young cat that got thrown in a pit, mm. pulled out, and then he's in prison. He interprets dreams. Mm. Yeah, um, this guy, talk about a guy that just like never doubted his faith, never stopped believing, like always was like like yeah, I might be in a sucky situation, but like I'm just gonna look at this as an opportunity and he took any hardship that he was in and he used it as an opportunity to like leverage his faith a little bit like like and i think kind of speaks on like just the different seasons of life you go in you go in and it's not always about like what you're doing for yourself it's not always about what's happening to you but maybe you're in a season of life where you're asking yourself what can i do for somebody else come on like how can the position how can the position that i'm in right now have an effect on the people around me. Maybe I'm not here right now to see what God's to, here to tell me. Maybe I'm not here in this moment to to live every single day and like wonder what's going to happen. Maybe you're here to affect the people that you live, work, and play with every day. Maybe you're here to have an impact on somebody else. And I think that like that whole story of Joseph really speaks on like him being okay and content with where he's at, but also using it to to preach and say, hey. I know that my God is my God. And like, I don't, I don't know what you believe in. He, when he goes and he gets pulled out to interpret Pharaoh's dream, something that's like really 
interesting to think about is because remember he was in that prison and he gets pulled out and Pharaoh's like, like, let me speak to this guy that's in prison that interprets your dreams. If, if he would have spoken to Pharaoh and said something that Pharaoh didn't like, he would have died immediately. Immediately. But Joseph literally pulled up to wherever Pharaoh was and was like, was like, listen, I do everything I do because like God gave me this gift. Like everything is from God. And he did not give a single, he did not care at all about what was going to happen because he stayed true to like where he was at with his faith. And he was like, look, because God gave me this power, I, I'm able to share with you what your dream means. And like just to see the fruits of his labor pay off and just to see like where that got him, I think is just a super awesome story. And like I know I'm kind of rambling, but I'm just really passionate oh, about that. Oh, good, as you should. And it kind of like the whole story is like about his different seasons of life. He's a young kid. He gets sold into slavery from his brothers. He's in jail for a long time. He now he's rising to the top, and now he's Pharaoh's first hand man. And then it just culminates with him now going back to his family. His family comes to him begging for mercy. The same brothers that threw him in the pit are now begging him for mercy, and he has control of their fate. And he says, "Look, God tells us to love each other. Like I love you guys. Like I will see. I will see to it that like you guys are blessed." Yeah. And like just to have all of that happen, and just for him to like always take that high road. Super inspiring. Truly. Now, what would you say to like? How would you, what would you say to someone that is like in the midst of you know the prison or being thrown to slavery, to say the least? Um, like, how do you maintain a strong faith through something like that? That's that's a good point. And to answer that, um, I'm going to speak on a video that I saw today, and this was a non-religious video, but we uh, we do these things for school every once in a while where we have like motivational videos play. And it's this guy that dealt, it was this guy that dealt with homelessness. You know, he was sleeping in the back of people's trucks. Like he didn't have a family and he just was a phenomenal, had so much talent at playing the piano. And when he got onto Ellen to talk about his path and his journey, he said the number one thing that was important to him was the fact that he never felt sorry for himself. Mm. And I think that's something that holds a lot of, oh, see you, Brad. Oh, Brad's I think, gone. I, Yeah. I think that's something that holds a lot of people back is they begin to feel sorry for themselves, truthfully. Yeah. And and like people that are in that moment, you cannot dwell on – and I, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what people go through and like the hardships that you endure. I'm not here to speak on that. But I do know that like in those moments, if you just sit and you like – and you just focus on the fact that life isn't good and I'm not okay with my situation and – I'm just going to sit and dwell on the fact that I'm unhappy. I'm depressed. If you have that mindset, you're never going to grow. Ever. You need, fixed you, need to be, you need to be able to look at that situation and say, there is more to this. Whether it's something that I'm missing, it's something I need to add, it's something that I need to subtract. There is more to life than you sitting in a place of unhappiness. And folks, I got something to tell you. There, there's the good news of Jesus Christ. The good Christ. news. Come on. And, <laughs> and he's always been there. He always will be there. And he's always there to hear you and listen to you and love you. And if that's someone, if that's a moment where you're in, or if that's a moment where you know somebody who's in that season, it's always an opportunity to, to preach and to, and to love, not only to preach, but to love on one another. And so I say, if you're, if, if you're in that season, obviously I'm really sorry for you. And I hope like, you, you get out of it. Um, I'm praying for you. I love you. And just know that that's not where you're meant to be. There's a God and that loves you. There's a God that loves you. And there's people out there that love you. 
and um, take it upon yourself to to stay true to what you know and to stay true to the one true God that's out there. Put your faith and put your trust in him and he will get you out. And that that is one thing that I know to be true in this world is that God takes us. God takes you out of those places, the deep yeah. and dark places. The Maverick City guy said yesterday, he's a God when you're on the mountain and he's also God when you're in the valleys. Valley. And and he's the same God throughout it all. So just remember that dwell on it, reflect on it. So that's my piece. That's my monologue ending right I like there. It. I like it. There's a silver lining to everything, folks. Silver lining to everything. You might be standing mm-hmm. way too close to an elephant. A lot about mindset for sure. Yeah, it definitely is, man. It definitely is. Well, folks, this might be our longest podcast. No, no. We've had longer no, than an hour yeah. and twenty. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Hmm. I got a bowl of soup calling my name. What kind? <laughs> I don't know. There's don't a know. few different there's a few different soups up there at oh. choose. Oh, is it in so the can? Do you pop it in, off the ramen, can? Ramen, chicken. Yeah, ramen, we'll be, we'll be talking. Nah, you got nah, tomato paste, bro. Uh, the, the, chunky, the chunky joints were on sale, so I got a few assorted. The chunky <laughs> soups. <laughs> you got the SpaghettiOs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I would never. I would never eat the SpaghettiOs. Oh, man. Oh, that's awesome. But, uh, anything else you guys want to add? Sorry, I know I was just talking for a long time. But... No, we need that, bro. I, wanna, I wanted to just jump in and be like, the story of Daniel is awesome. Yeah, it is. Like you talking about Joseph, I started thinking about Daniel, and I was like, I haven't read that in a while, but that is such a good story, and just like all the similar things where he just like goes through all these trials with the mm. king and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and you know, the the whole story, of the furnace and everything, and like Jesus is in the furnace when they try to throw him in there, there and just like story. the idea of like, yeah, Jesus knows what we're going through because he's walking through the fire as well. So yeah. Um, oh, that's so cool. I think it's really encouraging, but that's all I got. If you guys are good, yeah, yeah, yeah. See God this week, boys and yeah. viewers, listeners. I'll pray us out today, guys. If you, uh, if you I don't love mind. it. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. All right, everybody, bow your heads, listeners. Uh, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. And um, <laughs> just about I to will say that. pray us out. Dear Lord, thank you so much for Monday nights. Thank you for the time that we get to spend um, relating to, speaking to, and just conversing with our loved ones, God. Um, and we can acknowledge, we can sit and acknowledge that not a, not a lot of people have a good group out there. We know that we are blessed with a group, but God, with those people that are feeling alone and feeling down and feeling just not in a place of community and friendship lord may you enter into their lives and be with them in those moments and let them know that they are not alone and they they have a lot more going on than they would think and so god i pray that you reach the people that need it the most i pray that you walk with us this week as we go to do our jobs and our things and um our contributions to society and and lord we just we pray for safety and we pray for healing in a world that badly needs it And God, we thank you for everything that we have and everything that we will continue to get. And we lift it all up to you, Lord, because you are a God on the mountain and you are a God in the valleys as well. Come on. And Lord, we love you and we praise you in your name. Amen. 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 Until next week, folks, stay safe. God loves you. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you next week.